What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins in Debt podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to the Miami Herald uh, YouTube page, um, like, share, comment, all that good stuff. We are coming to you on the heels of breaking news just a couple hours ago, um, the NFL finding that the Dolphins have violated the league's anti-tampering policy um, on three separate occasions over the course of three years. Um, And this is uh, involving the team's pursuit of some of the biggest names in the sport, that being uh, Tom Brady and Sean Payton, who has since retired. Um, We're going to get into all of that, the disciplinary uh, aspect of it, what it means for the 2022 season, and uh, just overall the overall fallout of that. Um, but first, I want to bring in David Neal, Miami Herald reporter, longtime sports writer, covered the Panthers, FIU, the Dolphins when I was probably in middle school or elementary school. Am I missing anything? How you doing, David? You picked a hell of a hell of a yeah. week to make your debut, but how you doing? Oh, uh, we're we're good. We're good. We're good. We're fine. We're fine. I I wrote about a you know today spent. Today, collecting some social media reactions to the Dolphins after in between writing about a lawyer who may or may not have misappropriated two hundred eighty-eight thousand dollars, and a uh, a doctor, a plastic surgeon doctor who may or may not be triple board certified, but definitely has a dead patient on his uh, record now for because he can't do any more Brazilian butt lifts. So you can read about that also, you know, soon in the Miami Herald. Not as big a story as what we got going on in Miami Gardens, of course. Yeah. I mean, this is just another day in, in Florida, South Florida, to be exact, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's that, another day on the Dolphins beat. Like, being the Dolphins beat writer, it's a little bit like being Santa Claus. You busy, <laughs> you busy for March, and then it really kicked March until December. You got to press on, and then right at January, you go get some time off. Yeah, they they go they go, you'll get a little time off, and then you got to kick it up again. But you know you got your January to February probably pretty pretty free, but this franchise, I mean, it, it's it's it, it's it's every time you think they they're doing it right, they're getting they're on the right forward. path, it's like yes, one step moving, forward, moving forward, they're moving back. forward. Bully gate. You got an assistant coach snorting coke off his desk. You know the, the you know, you you flopping a season finale. It just, it just, ah, uh, uh, maybe, maybe you chose the wrong quarterback too. I mean, that, that too. You yeah. know, we tank for Tua. Ooh, wait a minute. Ooh, maybe we should have been horrible for Herbert. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it, this that's that's this franchise for thirty years. They, this is. I was just thinking about this. Like they, everybody else in the AFC East. You know, the Patriots been to a thousand Super Bowls. The Bills, they've gone back to the playoffs now, but they they had their playoff drought. But you know, they had been to the Super Bowl as recently as the nineteen ninety three season. The J and the Jets, the Jets. Even the Jets, they had a they had a little run. They had a little run to the three, AFC championship three, game. Yeah, three three AFC title games between from nineteen ninety eight season to two thousand ten season. The Dolphins have not been in the AFC title game since the nineteen ninety two season. We come from the thirtieth anniversary of that. Thirtieth that's, that's, that's not Hurricane, an anniversary. Hurricane you want to? Nobody in that team remembers nineteen ninety two. I wasn't even thought of being conceived back then. Exactly. 
You weren't even you weren't even the happy feeling. You weren't even the, the lie your daddy told your mama. I mean, come on. <laughs> and this is I mean, but yeah, and and they just it, it's they they haven't had a playoff win since twenty since December of two thousand. Like it's 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 but and you know this this just continues another it they did something that frankly you know did they violate they violate a rule probably a lot of teams violate but they figured out a way to get, to caught. get caught yeah <laughs> it's like it's like getting caught with a fake idea the south beach club they don't even everybody they, everyone's they, doing it i mean everyone, everyone's doing it, it. you just the one that got caught with it yeah you're the one that got caught <laughs> Yeah, but that's yeah, that's and, and I, I mean, yeah, and at least you know this they were going for you know Brady as quarterback. I I don't know about the Peyton as coach because I just I, I get the feeling he was at the end of his run, and you know you see kind of after Drew Brees left, you know he he did what he could and then figured out. Yeah, it's not as much fun without that Hall of Fame quarterback there. Yeah, yeah. And all my all my cute stuff doesn't work quite as well. Ian Book and then Taysom Hill, but uh, just a, a quick recap for for the people who just maybe under a rock, maybe just did not see what's been going on. Um, the NFL just out today, just ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Happy hour, you know, day drinking, whatever, working. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, a quick recap. The, like I said, the NFL found that the Dolphins uh, on three occasions violated the anti-tampering um, policy um, in its pursuit of Tom Brady, Sean Payton. Um, the league found that on two occasions um, they had communications, impermissible communications, they're calling it, with Tom Brady um, on a second occasion. Uh, occasion with Brady um, and his agent. Um, the first started um, you know, during the 2019 season, throughout the 2019 season. That was Brady's final year um, in New England. The second came um, you know, during and after the 2021 season, this season that just passed um, when Brady was a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, so the second time these conversations were you know, surrounding him being a, a, a limited partner and executive and also included the possibility of him uh, you know, potentially even playing for the Dolphins. There was a lot of reporting you know, at the Herald, outside the Herald about that. Um, there was smoke, there was fire. Um, that's what the league found. Um, they also found that um, the team spoke to the agent for Sean Payton, Don Yee, um, back in January about uh, Payton potentially becoming the uh, the team's next head coach. Um, obviously, they hired, they fired Brian Flores in January. Um, these conversations with uh, about uh, Peyton happened before he retired in February and the league found that they were not, um, you know, uh, given the consent of the saints to have this, these conversations. Oddly enough, um, Peyton retired in February and then they legally asked to speak to him and the saints said, no, I thought that was kind of weird. Um, regardless it happened. Um, so the discipline, um, two, uh, two draft picks have been forfeited or will be forfeited by the Dolphins. Um, one is a third rounder in the 2024 draft, but more importantly, the second um, is a first round pick in the 2023 draft. So the Dolphins lose one of their two first rounders in the 2023 draft. They'll still have San Francisco's pick, um, but obviously that's a huge blow to lose that. 
Stephen Ross, um, who had conversations with Brady and his agent um, back in 2020 or earlier this year, um, he has been suspended through uh, October uh, 17th and fined $1.5 million. Um, he's not allowed to be at the team's facility, but at least spokespersons told uh, the Herald that he can be at games, which I, I don't really get that. Um, and lastly, Bruce Beal, uh, vice chairman, um, vice chairman for the team, has been suspended from all league meetings for the rest of the year, um, uh, rest of the 2022 season, I should say, and has been five five hundred thousand dollars. So the league kind of dropped the hammer on the Dolphins with this. Um, you know, I've been writing just a bunch of stories, just reacting to the fallout of this, um, and I finally got time to kind of process my thoughts again. There, there's been a lot of smoke a lot of fire around this. Um, I think it's just kind of been a, this is how I, this is how I see it. It's an embarrassment for like the fan base. It's like, it's a bad look for the organization and embarrassment for the fan base. Um, but it, it's kind of, not to say funny, but kind of ironic that this comes the day after um, the, the, um, how should I say it? The suspension of Deshaun Watson, who obviously the Dolphins were interested in trading for um, him. Watson just getting six games for numerous allegations of sexual misconduct, uh, and massage therapist sessions. Um, and then you turn around and, you know, we're talking about it in the media room today. I mean, Ross gets what's more or less a five game suspension um, and some heavy fines that really don't really amount to anything because he's a billionaire. Um and it's like, yeah, the Dolphins, it's a, it's a very, very bad look for the Dolphins. Um, but it's almost like when you kind of juxtapose it to what we just saw with Watson, um, it's like the Dolphins didn't do anything morally bankrupt, like against society. Did they do something morally bankrupt in, you know, the eyes of the NFL's like integrity of the game, quote unquote? Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I don't know if like in the grand scheme of things, you're going to find a lot of fans who are like really, really upset that the team, you know, skirted some rules to try to get Tom Brady and Sean Payton. Like it's, it's not a good look, but it's like, if you're good, I'm almost like, if you're going to cheat, like try to get like the best coach and best, one of the best coaches and best quarterbacks out there. Um, it's not a good look by any means. And yeah, that first round pick is going to like probably the worst, you know, the worst of the discipline. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know. Like in the fan reaction that you that you uh, you saw and you wrote about, I mean, what did you see? Because I, if I was a fan, like I'd be kind of mad. I'd be mad at uh, Ross because he just kind of always seems to like put the team in a bad light. But it's like it's not like we like did something like terrible against society, you know? They the fans were mad at everybody. <laughs> they were just mad at everybody. They they were mad at. I think they were mad at like Larry Zaga. I mean, they, they were mad. <laughs> they were mad at everybody. No, um, they were mad at Ross for kind of getting caught tampering. Most of them were, get, were about getting caught tampering. Um, you had a couple that said, uh, well, you know, at least they were doing, going after Brady. But mainly it was like, okay, wait a minute. You, you got caught tampering, and you cost the team a first-round pick. Yeah. Look, I, I don't care how many first-round picks you got. That's another bullet in the gun and we you you see the success rate of first round picks anyway in the nfl you can always use one more hell let's say let you know let's say Tua, you know falls on his face this year and um you know that you know that those little cute little crosses and everything you know and he really can't hit the deep ball to tyreek hill um whatever whatever and 
he's not your guy. Well, what's to say then you shouldn't take two shots at in the first round at a quarterback or trading for a quarter or trading for a quarterback. I mean, there was like the Dolphins, they still do have very, very good 2022 draft capital. But I mean, Chris Greer even told us he was like, we did not want to give up these draft picks in trade. I mean, they gave up some draft picks for Tyreek Hill in 2022, one pick in 2023, I think. But he was like, we did not want to give up those first rounders. There's a reason why they did not want to give up those first rounders. And exactly. To lose it off, lose it for this, like, ugh, it's not. Yeah. This, and this, so fans were mad at them. Fans were mad at Flores for kind of bringing it, for kind of bringing it out. Fans were mad at. <laughs> fans were like wondering, well, what the heck, you know? What was their problem for Tom, Tom Brady? What about Sean, Tom Brady and Sean Payton, you know? And uh, and uh, then they were mad. At, they were mad at the NFL for. You know, kind of the juxtaposition, not just the, the timing, but also uh, the, you know, how many games. Is it is it five games or is it six? I thought I, count, thought I counted six. I that, mean, it's, it's like it, yeah, it's, but, it's but, five okay. or six. Yeah, what, weeks what, 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 and he can still go to the game, so it doesn't even, it doesn't even right, matter, right, really. Right, right. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. But and even if he couldn't go to the games, who, who, cares? who cares? That man, he, he, you think he doesn't have a man cave? <laughs> you think he doesn't have man caves in like, you know, all corners of this continent, you know? And it, anyway, it, it really doesn't matter. You know, the, the 1.5 million, I mean, that's like, you know, you know, here, you know, here, here's change, you know, out of his pocket. It's, it's nothing but the, the kind of juxtaposition with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And people found it very, a lot of people found it very interesting, the timing of this, that now this happens and, you know, there's a lot of noise about this and it kind of pushes Deshaun Watson to the side, you know, I think nationally for a little bit, which if you look at which of the two are more embarrassing for the NFL, there's no question yeah, that's that the Deshaun Watson, Watson yeah. is far more embarrassing to yeah. the NFL. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I know the man hasn't been convicted of anything, but. Just not, you know, not a good look. How, how, many, how, many, how, many, how many women did he have, massage therapist? Well, uh, they said he met over, over like 60 and over yeah. a year long span. Yeah. And, you know, obviously you had two yeah. dozen, you, you know, come out. Nah, uh-huh. yeah. You, you know, let me tell you what, you, you, find, you find one that works, trust you me. St- you stay yeah, with You that, stay right? with it. Yeah, that's what, that's right, what everyone right, says. Right. Especially when your body is your thing. Your body's your millions. Yeah, you, you know, sitting around there, you know, shopping around. Um, so, you know, that juxtaposition with the Deshaun Watson, uh, you know, suggested suspension or whatever, uh, that they're angry about that. Yeah, I think fans are just kind of angry about everything, and then just, just like you said, it's almost like why us? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And also, you're right. Like I said, you're a Dolphins fan. If you're 35 or under, you don't remember any good times. <laughs> you know, maybe you remember the end of Marino's career. You know, you're, you probably remember the end of Marino's career. Okay. But if you're, you know, that, but that was 23 years ago. So if you're 25 or under, you don't remember that. Yeah. You know, you don't remember, you, you remember maybe if you're 30 and under, maybe you remember, you know, the very end of Marino's career when he wasn't, when he, what is it, Dan Marino every week? You know, some you know, some weeks he was Dan Marino, some weeks he was Dan Orlovsky, you know, and you remember that part of his career. And so you're just getting beaten up every year. 
and you, you're really invested in it. And now you got this new coach. You're not real sure about it. I mean, you, yeah. you, you hope he's all right. But you, but again, you've invested so much hope in each one. Tony Sperano was going to be the guy. Nick Saban was going to be the guy. You know, Cam Cameron was, oh, well, you know. Ooh, ooh, I don't even know. And, you know, it, it was always so, Adam Gase. Adam Gase, playoffs first year, he's the guy, you know. And he wasn't even the guy. He wasn't the guy here. He's, not, he's out in New York, you know. it's it, And so you got a new guy, and so you're not, you hope he's the guy. You like it. You, you, you it's, it's, it's trending well. You like the, yeah. the aura he gives, but you, but you still don't really know. Um, no, right, right. And then you, you know, you got the, you know, you're too, you're still hoping on Tua. There's, you know, there's a few who are really who are all in on Tua, but you're still kind of hoping because you know management isn't completely sold on him. So, and you got the build up, you got the weapons put around him. So you're thinking maybe. Maybe, but I guarantee you in the back of every Dolphin fan's mind, they're thinking, how soon before Tyreek Hill like tears, not just pulls a hamstring, but tears <laughs> and, and he's done for the year. You know, how soon before like Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill like run into each other on crossing routes or something like that and suffer joint concussions? You know, how, how soon before something weird and unique and almost unprecedented happens to the, to the Dolphins? To suck the hope, the you know, because the Dolphins are the super Hoovermatic Electro Lux hope sucker of of AFC team of AFC teams, even more so, maybe even more so than the Jets. So, you know, the, but yeah, Dolphins fans just kind of sitting there like, yeah, what, what, you know, this is again, it, it, again, of course it's us, of course it's 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 this team. So you know, um, but. You know, you lose a first round pick, you know, you know, we'll move ahead and, yeah. you know, really only feel the brunt of that. If, if to a doesn't pan first, out, yeah. Uh, the other first or the other first round pick, you know, if they have one first round pick and maybe they would have chosen some person who goes on to be like the next Lawrence Taylor or something like that. Yeah. Oh, we'd have taken him too, but oh, we didn't have that pick. Yeah. You know, so and and uh, yeah, then but I think this will this will blow over, and then we go we go on into the uh, games that go on the season that and, uh, yeah, and they'll, they'll just wait for the other shoe to you know the other shoe to drop on the head on on the Dolphins' head, not on the floor, <laughs> on the you head. know, or 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 the other or the other shoe to be up somebody's butt, you know, and that's that's the way that's the way it goes with the Dolphins. <laughs> Yes, yeah, not uh not the the finest hour for for the Dolphins on this uh this Tuesday as we're recording. Uh, we're gonna take a short break, but when we come back on the other side of things, um, we're gonna get into you know some some underlying storylines with uh with this uh investigation, um, McDaniel two as we touched on a little bit, um as well as kind of react to the first week of training camp, uh, and our thoughts on that. So stay locked with us. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 
Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, we're coming back in three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins and Death podcast with David Neal talking the fallout of uh, the NFL's investigation and discipline uh, of the Dolphins for um, their violation of the anti-tampering policy. Um, Like we said, the forfeiture of two draft picks, um, owner Stephen Ross suspended through October 17th, fined $1.5 million, Vice Chairman Bruce Beal um, fined as well. Um, And and I guess, you know, we we spoke about our thoughts, just the reaction to to that, like the breaking news that um, dropped, uh, I guess it was very early Tuesday afternoon. Um, but the two just, I guess the underlying storylines that stick out to me is um, kind of how this reflects on um, two people who the Dolphins need to be on their absolute A game to make the playoffs and to be successful in 2022. And that's uh, Mike McDaniel, the head coach, and Tua Tungvaluwa, the quarterback. Um, I mean, because the two most prominent, the two prominent names that the Dolphins were pursuing um, in this investigation, this investigation found were Tom Brady, the greatest of all time quarterback, arguably player, and Sean Payton, a Super Bowl winning um, uh, head coach. Um, I just think of how this, again, how this reflects on McDaniel, Tua, how they feel about this, because, I mean, this is a case where, I mean, you could say, again, for Tua, this is the second time that he's been kind of undermined. And the Dolphins have essentially been looking for his replacement. Um, now, obviously, he wasn't around um, in 2019 when they had these first talks. Um, but in 2021, he was definitely around. Um, they'd kind of pushed Deshaun Watson and that trade talk to the side. Um, but the investigation found that among the discussions in 2021, or earlier this year, I should say, were about him, Brady, joining the team potentially as a quarterback or some, just playing for um, the team. Now, there's a lot of hoops that they would have had to jump through to do that. But I mean, again, that's what the investigation found. Um, and with uh, with Sean Payton, I mean, there were a lot of reports that he was their first target initially and that they, um, you know, once Brian Forrest filed his lawsuit, brought attention to this, they like, all right, we, we got to let's back off of this because <laughs> it's, it's almost like they knew something was up. So they're like, let's back <laughs> off from this. Um, and it was just so so ironic to me to hear McDaniel, t- you know, we spoke to him Tuesday morning and he speaks about the support of the organization. Chris Greer, he's naming people like Chris Greer and although Chris Greer wasn't really implicated in this. Um, but, you know, Stephen Ross and Bruce Beal and Tom Garfinkel and you name all these, like I feel the love and the support. And then a couple hours later, it's like, shoot, they weren't even trying to, they didn't even want you at first. Um we we get the you know the the great fortune to actually speak to uh to Mike McDaniel Wednesday morning and I believe we might be speaking to Tua as well. Um I'm very, very interested to see what they have to say about this, whether they have any thoughts. Um, but I mean, how does this in your eyes kind of reflect on uh you know Mike McDaniel and Tua seeing as the team was essentially tr- pursuing, you know, people that they, they would have liked to see in their place right now? 
Um, one of the realities that I think Mike McDaniel and Tua will have to embrace is the reality that a lot of coaches and players have to embrace unless you are Tom Brady or well, even Tom Brady. I mean, you know, they're trying to replace him with Garoppolo. Yeah, so. yeah. You know, uh, is that people are always, unless you are the absolute unquestioned best and in your prime, people are always looking to replace you. Yeah. I mean, for Pete's sake, Joe Montana was at his, he had had, he had already won two Super Bowls. He was, he was coming off a, a, a bad surgery. But Bill Walsh brought in Steve Young, you know, to kind of challenge Joe Montana and gave Young playing time, <laughs> you know. It, uh, well, as Montana seemed to be coming back from surgery just fine. So, you know, that you're, they're always, especially in the NFL, because things can get so, you know, they can switch. They can flip, change in a minute. It can change in a minute. The whole your whole direction of your franchise can change on little any play. Mm-hmm. Um, they're always looking to see to improve to see if they can improve. They feel like they can improve a position or a position in the organization, a position on the roster. Uh, you know, do so with a general net gain. They're going to do it. Yeah. They're going to look into doing it. They're going to, you know, as people call it, their due diligence, or they're just going to check it out. They're going to kick the tires, whatever phrase you want to use. They are going to investigate the possibility of getting better. Yeah. And if, you know, it's that way in a lot of businesses, um, we just don't, you know, we don't have, you know, 17 reporters reporting on that business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, it even happens in our business. So, you know, if you're Tua, you have to say, well, okay, they were trying to get a guy who was, you know, winning Super Bowls when I was a toddler and is still playing and still winning Super Bowls now that I'm a grown-ass man. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, they're probably going to do that until I show that I'm the guy. And Mike McDaniel, he ain't even been head coach somewhere, you know. So, yeah. what what's he got to say? What, what you know? Oh, I'm offended that you were going. But, to but I mean, I mean, I mean, but, I mean in the or, sense, or he, I mean, in the sense of, does he really? Does do they really want him here? It's like, is it? What, what, couldn't no, get. Yeah, they, it's like you're, it's yeah, like you're, the, you're the second were, choice. Yeah, of course. Okay, fine. Yeah, you were the second choice. Yeah, Sean Payton was their first choice. Guess what? They yeah, they'd rather have the guy with the track record and the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl ring. Than you, who has not been a head coach at the that, NFL. That's level. fair, but but I even mean in the sense that maybe he doesn't have that backing. Like maybe, like is there, like maybe it, he doesn't have that it, full backing of the organization. No, no, it does. I mean, okay, you. This happens all the time in, in the NFL. You know that. Okay, we we were going after this guy. We didn't get this guy. Now we get this guy. Next. All right, fine. Yeah. Well, you know, this is our guy. This is our this is our guy. This is our coach. This is our wide receiver. This is the guy we we wanted that wide receiver. We didn't get that wide receiver. We get this wide receiver. Let's we got to roll with him, mm-hmm. and and we're and we're gonna try to make him successful. 
you know, we're going to try to make if if we have to wind up with the third choice. OK, we take the third, our third choice, our second choice, whatever, and try to make them successful. You know, that, that's just the way that it is. And so if you're McDaniel or Tua, you know, if, that, if this is going to rattle you, you're not the answer anyway. You know, your ass is going to be out of here quick because, you know, you, you can't you can't deal. You have to understand that's the world you live in. It, I think they understand that. I'm sure they've all. You know, I'm sure they've in other situations that they've been in, you know, they, you know, this has happened. I mean, you know, for Pete's sake, they, you know, two of them replaced Jalen Hurts in college. <laughs> Why? Because Nick Saban thought, you know, is okay, we, we need we need something better than Jalen Hurts out there right now. So let me put this boy in, you know, because George is kicking our ass in the national title game. Yeah. And, you know. That's the way it goes. And Jalen Hurts went somewhere else. That's how it happens. So, you know, uh, if, if they're bothered day. by just this. Another, just another day in the life, day in the life of the NFL, this, right? This is, in a, this is NFL. Stands for, you know, I say, it stands for not, not for long. long. That's true. You better, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. And I, that's lately, lately is, you know, last Sunday, last two Sundays, you know, that's how it is. Now, that's fair. Um, I mean, in the midst of all of this, you know, we still do have the start of training camp. You know, we've reached about the, you know, we're about a week into training camp. Um, you know, we, we spoke about it before we started recording. It was crazy to see kind of we had fans in attendance and just to kind of feel the like the life of training camp being sucked. Like, like I feel like after the news dropped and all the fans were kind of learning about it, the energies wasn't the same. Like they weren't reacting as much to the plays and whatnot. And it's like you, you forgot for a moment that it's like, oh wait. Like we're actually approaching real football. Um, and, and with that being said, you know, like I said, the Dolphins are weak into theirs. Um, it's been a pretty solid start for Tua, this new look offense. Um, he's connected with Tyree Kill a lot. Tyree Kill still talking, still talking his talk. He's walking the walk for the most part. He's uh, looking really good in, in training camp. Um, do you make do you make a lot of, you know, the, the, the strides that they've made, I guess, in the first week, you know, we had pads come on uh, Tuesday, but this first week, uh, do you make you put much stock into it? No, no, this is this Doesn't is the underwear. You. This is this is the, the, the you know, I see a lot of gold medalists in the underwear Olympics <laughs> who, uh, you know, they are not anywhere near the medal stand when the pads come on. You yeah. know, when it comes time to, you know, you get, get dope popped by another grown ass man, you know, that's true. Um, it's it's a different ball game. Even, even even still today, yeah, I know you don't get the some of the hits you used to, and some of the and there's a lot more things you can't do. But it's still a game where big, fast, strong people hit each other yep. hard on every play. So you know, let's see what happens. It's it's there's always a stage. I you know. I remember covering those rookie camps and those early training camp things where you saw somebody and you went, man, that guy, wow. And then they put the pads on and it's just just not the same. It's just not the same. Yeah, Lorenzo Booker looked like Reggie Bush. And then they put the pads on and, you know, he he looked like Reggie from the Archie comics. And, uh, but no, you can't, you can't, I don't think you can really tell anything. I, I mean, you can tell a little bit of something. Yeah, but I, I just don't think it it says anything. It tells anything until 
things are even close to live. Yeah. Right. Yeah. E- e- even even team drills. Um, you know, you can you can see some things. Obviously, you can tell some things, but you know, when it, when you get into the preseason games, um, obviously it's a step up in pace. So you you know, you get other you have other hungry people, other desperate hungry people out there. That's when I think you start to see a little bit of something, and you know, even then you're still it's a hypothesis. Even even then, it's a hypothesis until that first Sunday, you know, when there's a flyover and everybody's, you know, and you're down to the 53 and, you know, people start really hitting each other for real money. Um, you know, that's when you know. But, you know, uh, the, now, uh, you know, we all we all we can all look we can all look good if we know we're not gonna get hit <laughs> so i'll make i'll make one point of contention there because before i came on the beat i heard folk tales about how you know uh albert wilson and all the dolphins receivers looked and then they got hurt as soon as i got maybe i was bad luck because as soon as i arrived <laughs> right before right before i arrived they all got hurt and i never saw this but i heard folk tales about the great Dolphins passing offense during the first week of training camp. I was told this is the best that any Dolphins receivers have looked. And then, you know, obviously they got hurt. A lot of them didn't come back to shape during what the regular season started. And it seems like at least this year, the start of this training camp, we're seeing similar things where, you know, the, the passing offense is dynamic. They're making plays downfield. And I will say, and I don't think enough people have mentioned this, but like a lot of this has come against, the the second and third string defensive backs. I mean, Byron Jones is still out. Xavier Howard has practiced very, very little in 11-on-11 drills, team drills. So it's like they're going up against the backups and the backups backups. So I will say that. But it's a little different now when you see somebody who has proven for several years that he can be one of the, if not the best wide receiver in the NFL. So it's like you see to a connect with Tyree kill and you get excited about it, but you're also like, this guy has a legitimate proven resume. Albert Wilson, you know, Will Fuller, these guys are, are good receivers, but they're not Tyree kill. Right. So you, so you see, so you, so you have the, the evidence of like, like the evidence right in front of like, you're seeing them connect. And then you're like, wait, we have seen him do this in Kansas city. We've seen him end people's seasons, you know, just like that. Right. So I will say, you know, maybe maybe I'm a bit a little too optimistic. I, I mean, I, I mean, it's Tyree Kill. I think he is going to have an impact on this team. I mean, you're almost like you're almost like a little bit of a hater if you're like he's not going to have an impact. He's going to have some impact on no, this. Team. No, he, but it's cool. like what? But I, but I do think there are legitimate questions like with this offense when it matters most. And I think we saw it a little bit today. You know, like this was the first day with pads. And I think the defense won a lot of those team drills. I mean, Tua did connect on some nice deep balls, but for the most part, when the pads were on and the physicality was kind of ratcheted up, you saw the defensive line have its way against this offensive line that didn't have Teron Armstead. So I do agree. I do agree that, hey, you don't want to put too much stock in it, but Dolphins fans can legit look at Tyreek Hill and be like, hey, this is a, this is a top five receiver the past five years. I mean, we we, we got him. We got him here. He, he, he's going to make life hell for these defenses, you know, one way or another. 
Yeah. And yeah, he's, I mean, he, he creates matchup problems automatically because you're, you're not single covering him. Um, you know, unless you think you're going to, you know, win some 55, 45 shootout. Um, and obviously he, he does open up a lot of things and he will help the other receivers develop um, who are, sim- you know, similar kind of, especially the ones who are similar kind of receivers. Um, they almost have like the, you know, type of guys you used to see in the old run and shoot, run and shoot. Uh, you know, there's not a, you know, most of them are, you know, they're not like huge specimens, uh, but they're, they're fast, they're swift and they can take, you know, can take seven, seven yard slant and take it 70. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to help. It, it's, and he has proven, there's no question. He just, you got questions. You got some I, I questions. Just, well, I, 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 my, my question is, I, I you know, I, I question how well, you know, I'm glad he and two are like looking good, you know, early in the camp. You know, I question how well that that holds up um, when you get people in your face rushing you, people in your, you know, uh, people in, you know, you're trying to hit certain windows. And, um, yeah, I, I just, and I, I, I just, again, something with this franchise, something always happens. <laughs> you know? Something always, something always happens. But, but, but it, it just in a, okay, let's, let's assume everything's going to play out way. Um, yeah, this is definitely a much more dangerous offense and a, and an offense that should score more than you, you look at on paper. Yeah. This offense should score more and the defense is going to give up, but we don't know if it's going to work out that way from, you know, a bunch of days running around in shirt and shorts and, you know, one day dope popping each other in pads, you know, well, it's in, in August we won't. And, um, you know, I, I and maybe it's I'm, I'm like the old crouchy. I, I've, I've been. You, you I, can I've do that. Too. You can be the old grouchy I, pessimist. I, 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 no, I'll it, be the it, young, the young it, optimist. It, it, it's just I get. I'm like, it's funny. Early in my earlier in my career, you get I got fired up by training camp. <laughs> you get fired up by training camp, and then a couple days starts, in it, you're like, and then uh, you go, and then you go. <laughs> yeah, each year it gets shorter. Like. Each year you start on that first, you know, it takes you about a week before you go. When's that first preseason game? Yeah, then, I'm, ar- I'm then, already, I'm already eyeing it. I'm already right eyeing by it. that by about year five six, you are a couple. You're like one hour into training camp. And you're like, when's this damn season starting? Let's let's get this thing started. I don't, I'm tired of this already. I'm on, I'm on year four, so maybe I got one more year of optimism before I'm like, yeah. That. <laughs> and it's not not even optimism. Just like, okay, look, let's let's see what let, let's get to the real. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm you know I'm tired of messing around. Looking at yeah, there are certain players you find interesting to look at and watch develop. Maybe okay, maybe this guy can fit in here. But even the players you're interested in, you're like okay, I want to see where they fit. I want to see how they're going to do. And you know, there's only so much I'm going to learn right here. Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get. Let's get the thing the started. Going on. So yeah. So yeah, that I'm all. Um, you know, I'm I'm already at. Even though I don't have to cover the team day to day, to day the way the way you do, I'm already at that stage. I, I'll watch the preseason games. I'll, I'll be like, "Oh, good, it's preseason football, yay!" And and you know, I'll I'll watch the you know 
And I like watching the third quarter of preseason games when you get the guys who are just desperate to stay on the roster and, you know, on all special teams. Because those, those guys are they're really flying. They fly yeah, they're flying down. They're trying to make a play. They have, yeah, have no concept of no, no caring about personal safety at all. And, you know, I, I want to see those guys. And then you know, I'll watch that. And then, yeah, after about a couple of those, it'll be like, Okay, when's that third? The real game, game. the real. Yeah, yeah. and then when's that season start? Okay, all right. What What's the next cuts? What are the interesting cuts now? You know, it's so. No, I just think okay. Well, one weekend to training camp, good. It's nice. Nobody, nobody got injured. Yeah, that's 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 probably that's probably the best thing. You know, all the injured guys or all the rehabbing guys are on schedule. No injuries yet. That's that's probably the most important thing right now. Right. You. being healthy now, you know, you're going to have another week or so, and then you're going to have the joint practices with Tampa. That'll be interesting. That will be interesting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all, all the national media are like, whoop, change that, change that. Yeah, you're like, change the flight schedules, make sure we're in Tampa yeah. for that. Let's let's my ass. Let's get down to Florida. <laughs> we see the Steelers. We heard from Tomlin. Let's, let's see what's going to happen down here in Florida between these fools. Um, so, yeah, that's Let's just see what happens next week, and uh, let's. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that that's definitely a fair point. Like you, I mean, you brought it. I was going to bring it up. The dry practices we got in a, starts in about a week. Uh, I'm I'm excited for that. I mean, I think that the joint practices are even. You know, they always give like a better perception. Of, you always get a better view of the team when you face another opponent. Now you got the added Brady elements and whatnot. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun, um, and I'm excited for that. Uh, but we still have another week of training camp. Uh, to watch uh, pads are on, so you know, get a little more physicality out there. Um, you know, they've had they're having fans, they've been having fans back, uh, you know, in the in the stands or the bleachers, so that's been fun. Kind of get a little more, uh, a right. little more element to it, a little more fun element to it. Um, so I, I've been enjoying it so far. Um, I'm excited to, to have you joining me for the podcast. I appreciate you uh, uh, joining me on this very, very hectic. Very, very, very hectic day in South Florida and on the Dolphins beat. I appreciate that. Hey, I, and and uh, yeah, we're gonna have some fun with this this year, hopefully. And because because it's it's I mean it's the Dolphins, so we're gonna have, we're, it's the Dolphins, so win or lose, we're gonna have fun. We, with we, it. We're gonna have fun. We gotta have fun. We gotta have fun because, it, like I say, like you say, it's 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 the Dolphins and it's sports. I mean, for Pete's sake, you know, this is not life or death, folks. No, it's not. It's, it's not. <laughs> you know, you know it, arguing laws on Capitol Capitol Hills. Yeah, I mean, it's if if the team wins, team loses. I mean, really, how much does it really affect your, you know? Your oh, you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. No, no, you'd be surprised from no, Dolphins fans. No, you no, you feel a little better. <laughs> any, any sports fans, it, it, it's sports are ephemeral. It's it's like drugs. You feel a little better for a short time, and then it goes away. You feel a little worse for a short time, and then it's like, okay, what now? Wait a minute. Oh crap! I, I'm still, you know, my rent's still too damn high, and you know. You know, I still got to take, you know, my kid, my kid's still asking for more money. And, you know, uh, yeah, you know, my life really didn't change because they won the Super Bowl. I, I didn't get a ring. I didn't get, you know, I, I maybe won something on the sports. I maybe won something in the like little sports square thing, you know, <laughs> in the betting thing, you know. So, no, nah, yeah. it's sports. It's fun. And, uh, you know, it should be it should be fun. And um, so it's. uh you know, this is the very Dolphins way to start the season. It's a very Dolphins way to start this podcast, and I'm happy. Uh, I'm happy to do this with you. Happy, happy you've honored me with the invite. 
And uh, so. Nah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. Um, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins in that podcast. Again, I want to thank David so much for joining me, uh, talking all things Dolphins on, you know, another another week covering the Dolphins. Uh, we'll be back next week to hopefully talk, you know, some on the field football. Um, but until then, you guys take care. See you.